0: What's up, fam? This is Dr. O here with Bikram Yoga Works Radio. We are here with yoga champion, three-time yoga champion, Mr. Joseph Insinia, who has been with us this weekend doing advanced classes, teaching beginner Bikram classes, as well as doing advanced classes and an incredible posture workshop. And so as we were reading about what he's done and seeing his incredible journey, we just wanted to take some time out from his incredibly busy day and just have a little bit of a conversation so thank you man thank you very much for being it. with us very much yes it. we're very happy that you're here <laughs> as well so i mean you've been through a lot i mean just looking at your life experiences and when i was reading about you know you having for the first thing i learned was about the heart attack at age 13 yeah but then i saw all of the other things that went on before that that led up to that i mean just just tell us about about your journey how, how did you get here today
1: well i think my journey and in, in the yoga has always been about healing uh-huh. um I've never been super healthy. Like I, when I was eight, I was diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Mm. And um, you can see it in some of my joints. I'm like, yeah, hey, just show people. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Check this out. I got arthritis. It's not fun, but Ooh, see, see that wow. elbow bump there compared to this one? Like a normal elbow and a wow. arthritic elbow. And so, like range of motion issues like that, mm-hmm. and not being able to touch, like bend all the way, my arms. That's what first started up, and I noticed that when I was a kid. Um, like when I was like six or seven, I was running around with my brother. I have a twin brother, we're fraternal, mm-hmm. and my knees would just swell up, like big wow. time. So my parents started taking me to the doctor's office, and they would drain my knees from, like, with you know, drain the fluid out. Mm-hmm. And at the age of eight, they're finally like, This is consistent, something's going on. I did some tests, and I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis at that age. Wow. Yeah.
0: And how did, how did you feel? I mean, not, not necessarily physically, but in terms of your life, was it a my life is over type thing? How did your family react I to mean, it? I was
1: young with your arthritis, so it was like kind of whatever. I was just going to the doctor's office mm-hmm. or to the hospital, the children's mm-hmm. hospital, and you know doing treatments physical therapy medication at the age of 11 i had um, uh, a knee arthroscopic surgery because mm-hmm. of the arthritis um, but then after that that's when it really got kind of heavy because yeah. after the surgery i was just on more meds and those meds just kind of compounded until, like when i was 13 i had a, a variant angina of the pulmonary artery so that's a spasm of the artery that connects from the heart to the lungs mm-hmm. it just went Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that was the heart attack I had at mm-hmm. 13. And most of the doctors, like the pediatric and adult cardiologists, were pretty much baffled by the idea, like, how does a kid have a heart attack? I was overweight, but I wasn't obese mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. wasn't in bad habits. And, um, and so a lot of it, I think, personally came from just too much. I was overmedicated.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. wow.
1: And uh, I was over-medicated throughout, after the heart attack throughout my teenage years until I found the yoga. Mm-hmm. And
0: how do you remember how you came about the yoga? Was it an advertisement? Was it a friend that you got to check this thing out?
1: Mm, true story. True Should story. Keep it, keep it real here. True story. True story. Uh, yeah. well, I'm live on fa- my Facebook story. <laughs> True Stop story. Uh, well, the way I found the Bikram yoga was I was 19 years old and I was looking for like something. I was, you know, an independent young guy, I was mm-hmm. living on my own, going to school outside of, you know, I just graduated high school and was like, all right, getting a job and trying to feel good about myself, mm-hmm. but with all the conditions I had, I was overweight and I was out of shape. Yeah. And so at that age, it was more about like physical appearance for me. Mm-hmm. And things like running and weightlifting were things I was trying to do. Yeah. And I was at a rock concert with a buddy of mine. Like we were young and right. fun, and we, uh, I met a, fr- I met we we had a mutual friend, a, a girl named Sarah, and uh, she became the first person to introduce me to yoga. She was telling me about Bikram yoga, and I said, you know what? Why not? And I was a little, yeah. it, and she knows she's out there. She's she has kids now. What's and, up, Sarah? Uh, and and a husband. <laughs> hey guys, and uh, I was like I was like into her. I was like, sure, I'll go. Like, it's, 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 As it's, most guys do with their first class <laughs> so long ago, and I had no idea it was hot yoga. So like, yeah. I was in sweatpants and a shirt and Uh just made a big fool of myself. (laughs) Um, but afterwards, uh, let's see. Like the next day, I felt just super accomplished, mm-hmm. and that was that. That was the feeling that kept me into the yoga was feeling accomplished. Like yeah, yeah. I never sweat that much, or I never did that much physical activity. I never believe I could do that much, mm-hmm. and I never pushed myself to, to work out for an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: for me, the yoga in the beginning was purely physical, and it was about conquering my physical conditions and reversing them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's mm-hmm. what was the big push in the start of my yoga practice.
0: And so one of the t- I know you see every day as someone who teaches regularly, the people who come in for that first time and, you know, they either leave the room or they may do the whole class and never come back. What are some of the the things that you learned dealing with some of your medical issues as as a child, as well as with your Vikram yoga practice? About perseverance, about coming back, and mm-hmm. accepting that you're not perfect, and, and and giving it another shot until you can kind of find your way in it. What advice or experiences did you have that that led to you feeling like you can do this regularly?
1: Oh wow, wow! One word: compassion for yourself. Compassion, compassion wow. for yourself. I think uh, you know. Um, today we highlighted on this in the workshop we did here at Bikram Yoga Works, and. Sometimes, like this, this culture we live in is very gym culture. It's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna push, I'm gonna conquer. I mean, it's, yeah, like, it's like yeah, an American, yeah. uh, bigger, faster, stronger <laughs> culture, you know. Yeah. And uh, in yoga, like the true essence of yoga, is well self realization. So mm-hmm. even when we struggle, we have to be okay with that and come back because we're, we're realizing that this is not easy mm-hmm. and our ego may not like the way it feels after that first class experience. Yeah. We might feel like, you know, we, we're bad at yoga. So this is not for us. It's mm-hmm. too hot. I suck. I'm not so strong. Mm-hmm. and This is not for me. And for those, for those people out there who've had that experience, I say, have a little compassion for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. this is why yoga exists. It exists so that you can fall and pick yourself back up. That's why wow. this class is here. And the ultimate goal it's simple, self-realization. That's mm-hmm. complicated. Yeah, um, yeah. But to get to that, you have to be able to like, deal with yourself and um in the beginning i I understand most people's you know inhibitions towards it because a lot of it is like i couldn't do that posture so i suck it's not good for me i'm Mm -hmm. not going back but Mm -hmm. the thing is it's a journey like try one percent the right way you know if Mm -hmm. it's a standing balancing posture just try to stand on one leg for the whole time we're in the pose and then tomorrow do the next step and then Mm -hmm. the next day do the next step um and and that understanding was one that i had when i first started practicing And I kind of lost over the years until recently. Um, Mm. Five weeks ago, I had a surgery on my wrist right there. I'll show you guys that. that. The wicked scar. Wow. Um, Most of my guys here know it. I, I have suffered from benign tumors for the last four years and I had one removed a couple years ago and another one removed just five weeks, 37 days ago, 37 wow. days officially today. Mm-hmm. And coming back into my practice, I, like I've been doing workshops, I'm doing yoga postures, but I haven't done a full 90 minute class mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. long. And mm-hmm. what I've learned from myself is like, don't push because I've pushed in the past mm-hmm. after having a surgery and... It's probably the reason why I had to add another one to tell you the truth. Okay, And it's like understanding that it's okay to feel like you're not at your peak. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at right now. Like I'm going around and traveling, I'm doing workshops, I'm five weeks out of a surgery, but I'm not demonstrating mm-hmm. um, advanced postures. And for me, it's like, it's okay. That's not, you know, for a while, that's, that's who I was. And, and right now I'm going through a healing process where I need to be more compassionate with myself yeah. and yeah. be patient with my, my hand and my mm-hmm. strength to come mm-hmm. back. And and that's right there. It's like it's really reflecting when I see these students, you know, first time. I'm like, it's like it's like a full circle It's taking 15 years of practice to get there to be mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, that's the compassion. This first-timers need to have for themselves. And yeah. now that I'm going through it, it's it's easier to explain that in the room yeah. because I think as a yoga teacher, as a yogi, you have to kind of be or at least understand these, these situations that people mm-hmm. come through with, mm-hmm. like pain, disease, um, lack of mobility, whatever yeah. it is yeah. people come here with, if we don't have that compassion, as a yoga teacher, it's hard to get them to come back. Mm-hmm. So I think it's double-sided, your question originally. Um, how, you know, how do these people, how do we get them to come back? How do yeah. they stick it's, it's half of it's the responsibility and compassion of the teacher to understand where people are coming from. Mm-hmm. And the other half is for the practitioner, the student to have that responsibility and compassion for what they're dealing with and owning that. Yeah. And being okay with like, you know what? I sat down half my first yoga class or I couldn't <laughs> yeah. do half yeah. the yeah. postures and... That's, that's really it, you know? Like, the thing is, we're not here to be flexible gymnasts. Mm-hmm. And that might be a result for some of us. Yeah. If we persevere for that goal, like, I want to be that way. But really, it's just to maintain a well-balanced health. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, had, I had a yoga
0: question, but I'm going to get to that. Okay, but, sure. but something you said just, it, it kind of hit me when you talked about... <laughs> And we're talking with Joseph, a senior here, three-time yoga champion, and just all-around cool guy. I mean, it's, it's, cool. exactly. it's cool like that. <laughs> um, you, you talked about self-realization, and and as the expert, you tell me. Part of me thinks because I'm 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 a practitioner. I, I don't teach yoga. I feel like sometimes when people do leave the room or decide not to come back many times it's not even about the physical i can't do the standing head to knee it's about mm-hmm. that self-realization part that you mentioned and how you know society in general when we're when we're out there is pushing us down is beating us mm-hmm. down and so do you feel like some of that stuff that's external that's out there is also affecting people's ability to continue with the class oh yeah
1: yeah, yeah. i mean you look at um And social media, and look at yoga Mm. posts, and which you know, for all my other friends out there, (laughs) respect. I love it. I do too, you know. Um, But the thing is, there's this image of the yogi, the American Western yogi, Mm. and it's usually you know, fit, thin, young. yeah, got a nice fancy um, yoga outfit. That cost my whole paycheck, I guess. Right, right. You know, and and so we see this, and we see this in media, we see this in social media, we see this on TV, mm-hmm. we see this in um, you know pop culture things, TV, uh, movies. And so we come in expecting like, yeah, my first yoga class is gonna be like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna do this crazy posture where I'm gonna get fifty thousand likes. (laughs) Not really, I know most of us don't think that way, but that pressure, it's there. That pressure does exist, you know. And even for a guy like me, that pressure exists. Because I see that out there, I'm like, well, why am I not at that level yet? You know? And the thing is we have to realize that it's not about that you know mm-hmm. and I for me I had a great opportunity to live in India for a year okay. um, and teach in Mumbai wow. to teach yoga there nice. from 2010 through 11 mm-hmm. and while I was out there teaching I really understood what the essence of yoga was about because it's a country that's totally opposite from our culture mm-hmm. our culture like you said be better be stronger fitter yeah, faster yeah. and conquer you know mm-hmm. and we see that with everything from yoga ads to whatever when I lived in India, it was more about not about the appearance. It was more about the inside, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. it's a pretty uh, different type of country. It's a you know you see a slum and then you see like a mansion, and it's like I wow. get this. Wow. But people are so sincere, and I mean that's that was the culture I saw in Mumbai. Other parts of India are different. Mm-hmm. But when I was there, I realized having students there who are really kind of out of shape and coming into yoga, older students, none of them had that same quote, unquote, I suck mentality. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They really tried their hardest, even Mm -hmm. like, you know, overweight, out of shape, you know, they didn't care if they were the best in the room. They really tried. And that right there taught me like what real yoga is about. It's about, it's it's not about what this is.
0: Yeah. This is a
1: result. Fit body, strong, balanced, you know, healthy skin, all that, That's a result. Mm-hmm. We have to understand that we're really doing this to be able to accept ourselves. And we can't have these fit bodies and, you know, well-balanced uh, beings unless we do accept ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so living in India, seeing that culture and now, you know, teaching professionally for 10 years in American culture, yeah, yeah. there's a night and day difference between the two views. And, you know, for, for you guys out there, just realize that it's not about fitting in skinny yoga pants <laughs> and doing a handstand scorpion yeah and I say that as a guy who does that yeah you know and uh and I was lost at one point that's what I thought it was about but to tell you the truth after that experience of living there and teaching there it was like no you know it's about being true to yourself
0: yeah, yeah. being yeah.
1: honest with yourself and and being okay with where you're at in life which is something that I found in um, Indian culture when I was teaching yoga there like there are a lot of people are okay where they're at mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. uh economical status or social status i just okay. This is what yeah. I was born into, and this is where I'm going to live into and die into. And but here, our culture is always a little bit more win, mm-hmm. gain,
0: yeah, yeah, pressure,
1: you know. And sometimes keep up is, with the Joneses. Yeah, set keep up with the Joneses. And, and yoga is like be with you. And mm-hmm. how, how else can you keep up with yourself than just actually? Realize yourself and be okay that you had a bad first experience in a hot yoga class, mm-hmm. or weren't the strongest student. And through that, I think you transcend so many things that are gonna block you from yeah. continuing this practice. That's that's deep, man. And yeah, but yeah, I'm looking at. <laughs> so I, I had <laughs> a lot <laughs> of coffee earlier. I just, hey, it's, I'm like, it's
0: all good. No, I, I'm loving this. It just you know, I mean, you're, you're in New York, you know, champion, you know, you're doing all of this thing, but. You're doing this, these workshops, these sessions, all around the world. I mean, what, what drives you to, to, to do this, to bring this to so many communities, to, to inspire them, to, to push themselves beyond their limits, to realize that practice doesn't make perfect, but it makes progress. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. What drives you to do this? Um, healing, healing, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was um, so fortunate that I was healed through this yoga practice mm-hmm. like i got off five types of medication um from wow. what i was on five types ago. of medication anti-inflammatories painkillers blood thinners acids. actual glycerin pills for my heart palpitated and wow. now i'm on zero i mean i had a wrist surgery i was, took a couple painkillers for a week you know nothing more than that mm-hmm. um but i, I forgot where, where, where we're we? talking about uh, the journey what the inspires the you journey, inspires what you to inspires help me all healing people, yeah. you know and this yoga constantly heals me mm-hmm. and so the way I go out into the world is through invitation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, somebody will say, "Hey, are you interested in giving a workshop here?" And I say, "Yeah, sure, why not?" And I go and I just like share that message of healing and, yeah. you know, even though like I was talking to one uh, to Ty earlier, and uh, so hey, read, and was such a long day. I was talking all day, from, like 7 a.m. to three. And I can't. But for me, it was like, it was just beautiful because I'm seeing people heal themselves. And mm-hmm. just like my teachers guided me to heal myself. So mm-hmm. a lot of it is karma. It's um, a mantra that, um, that was given to me by uh, Ms. Rajasri Chowdhury's teacher, Dr. Das. If You guys know what I'm talking about. Dr. Das told me this in 2009 and became my official mantra. <laughs> Do your duty and expect nothing in return. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's known as Karma. And uh, do your duty and expect nothing in return is something I live by all the time. So when I go out to these studios, either around the country or around the world, um, really, I have no expectation. I just want to go and share the healing that I've received and also show people or inspire people that these are the techniques and the methods to heal yourself and now here are the tools you can do it yourself Mm -hmm. and that's what this Mm -hmm. yoga is really all about so that inspiration there of just going out and and giving people a tool and really not having any expectation that keeps it fresh Mm -hmm. like today I, i showed up here at bikram yoga works in riverdale and Oh my God! I didn't expect so many people in the (laughs) class, and then the workshop. I I I spent some time in the teacher room, and I walked into the workshop. Oh my God! There's so many people. So those um those uh, unexpected you know uh, audiences and. Mm. and reception, that's what really drives me to continue because yeah. it's unexpected. And yeah. I try to keep it as unexpected all the time as possible. It keeps it exciting in you. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, and that answers uh, the, the last question I was going to ask you. I'm fond of saying, you know, uh, a man or a woman is only as good as the legacy that they leave. And in the work that you're doing, you, you are clearly leaving a legacy. You're truly not only inspiring people but with your own story empowering people and we're just very thankful uh that you spent some time with us today and we wish you the best <laughs> of luck in continuing to empower inspire Thanks, more yeah. people
1: i really appreciate it
0: oh uh, thank you i appreciate <laughs> it this is Joe and senior guys check him out great guy <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, my people know me i'm a little goofy so that's how you <laughs> gotta live right. life can't be too yeah, serious yeah. all the time <laughs> i'm like <laughs> <laughs> safe travels and we hope to see you again alright thanks a lot That's bro Peace. bye guys Peace.
0: this podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com